going to whisper some things to you now about crunch chocolate bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. You shouldn't settle for just any old pair of leggings. You deserve something better, something designed with you in mind. Like the new Inspire leggings by Kalia. Their most versatile collection yet, made for any workout. They're lightweight, buttery soft, breathable, and made with lycra adaptive fiber, which molds to your body for a barely there supportive fit. It's perfect for wherever your wellness routine takes you. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends, by the way, with me, Tom Allen. Who is wearing a lovely khaki green jumper and looks like he's in the military. Thank and you. me, Susie Ruffle, who hasn't washed her hair this morning. Oh, please. Stop it, you. Gone. You and your hair. We can see each other, which is very rare because we're doing this on a different platform today. We're doing this on a different platform. Uh, we're doing this on one of the video platforms. So we can see each other, which is very strange because I've never met Tom in real life. So it's... So... <laughs> Isn't that strange? People don't realise that. And actually, oh, I've just hidden myself for you. That's brave, isn't it? So I'm just looking at you now. You know, it's got the dot, dot, dot. I have to do that when I'm, when I'm with my... Doing a corporate. When I'm doing a corporate or when I'm yeah, with my I therapist. Mean, that's when I have to do oh, it. Oh, right. Because yeah, otherwise I'm like, I just spend, I'm spending money just talking to myself about my problem. I just sit in the mirror. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a lot cheaper. Um, how are you, Tom? Well, I'm okay. Thank you, Suze. I'm okay. I, um, I've... I bought some uh, light bulbs that go up and down with the, um, with, (laughs) from my phone, from my phone. That's not even an advert. I won't tell you what brand it is. That that, that makes it sound like you've bought something from your phone, which makes it sound like you're the last person in the world to realise about internet shopping. Have you heard you can buy things from your phone? (laughs) If I'd said that, if I'd said that to my nan, who was born in 1920, died in 2001, I think, um, she would be like, what? Yeah, totally. What? Yeah, that'd be because they would think of a phone as a landline. A landline. Yeah. She like we're starting to have mobile phones, which is like, oh, it's. I mean, she would have just been like, wow. Did your nan have a telephone voice? Um, a bit, yeah, a bit, not, not, uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think because she because of her Irish accent, I could never tell if it was a what accent was going on. But but what did your nan? My nanny Ruffle had the. Like such an extreme telephone voice. Oh, really? She had, Port- she had a very Portsmouth accent. Why wouldn't she? But she'd answer the phone and go, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, "All right, Nan." She'd be like, oh, "All right, love, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. But yeah, telephone voices. Well, even the landline. Because sometimes I'm on. I don't trust it when the landline rings. You can't. When the landline comes to ring. Um, uh, yeah, well, it's, mum and dad still rely on it heavily, I would say, for um, all manner of calls. Although dad quite likes to FaceTime his friends now. Um, and they WhatsApp each other about their vaccines. But they, um, but they or lack of, it's very, oh, it's been a stress for them. Some of them have got it, some of them haven't. Oh, oh that is stressful, actually. Mum said, come off that WhatsApp group. That's not nice, not fair. It's not fair if people are gloating about their vaccine. Um, and then, um, and, and, but yeah, we've still got the landline and it rings and, I, and it rings for ages as well. 
Like, if you don't pick it up, it's not like a mobile. It doesn't go to... Voicemail. Yeah, within, like, six rings. I, I, I never listen to my voicemails on my phone. Never. And I rang someone the other day, and their, voice message, their voicemail message was, Hi, this is me. I'm never going to listen to a message. Just text me. And I was like, why haven't I done that? Because I never listen. I've got ones. I sort of save them almost for a day when... Yeah, I, the other day there was like, you have 15... New voice, and all of them was my dad going, all right, babe. Uh, uh, Hello, baby. <laughs> that sort of voice, like voice recording, and also like things like Siri, I don't really trust either. No. Like, I wouldn't use that. All my robot can do is listen to me go, play the Moana soundtrack, because it's all, all I'm listening to. Oh, if that's... you listen to it, Tom, you would love the Moana soundtrack. I um, think I have had moments of it. Um, it's really good. Okay, fine. It's um, really, it's like really joyous. When friends of mine have had children, they've often got into Moana. Oh, maybe yeah, this is what Moana's I need. Definitely a thing. Oh, okay, fine. Because a I child. Just, um, and for your new house. For, yeah. What you need. Get a child. Um, <laughs> or um, get a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, by the way, did I tell you um, that um, I've been gifted the by the previous owners? They said there's a trampoline in the back garden. <laughs> Tell me this, yeah. and, and it's so funny. They've also got a slide and some swings, and um, and they and they've said, "Would I like to keep them?" And I thought, "Well, everybody I know seems to be having children. Is it a bit creepy to have to have like oh, a, the childless man with his?" No, no, I think it's like oh, he's a gunkle. Oh, do you think? Yeah, yeah. So I put a sign. I, up. I like the idea of coming to your house and getting um, and like bringing a really cheap bottle of wine with me. That, okay. why not yeah is that the, is that the end no, of the and oh. that's the end of the story <laughs> and, and then just drinking the better one that you have in no um, and then going and sitting on the swings and us having a chat yeah that's what I sort of see them like as like teenagers. the trampoline I feel like will be an idea space for me that's what I'm excited about <laughs> what like you writing new material yeah like woo! there's going to be a lot of trampoline based material um, oh there's the landline it'll ring and ring it'll ring and ring or no. Gonna answer or what's happening? It's my brother. Do you, I don't know if I should be confessing this trick that we have. Do other people do this? James has to ring for. Well, I do the same if I'm out and about. Two rings, hang up, and then ring back, and then mum and dad know it's not a scammer. But Auntie Christine doesn't know that, and so they still pick it up in case it's Auntie Christine. Why don't they tell Auntie Christine? Well, yeah, you'd think so, right? It's a bit. I don't know. If anyone that's listening knows Auntie Christine, could you get in touch with her? Get in touch. Let her know in the PO box. Um, they. Um, yeah, although maybe they have picked it up that time. The idea of you having a trampoline is very wholesome, which I like. Well, we were saying maybe this should be the theme of the episode, wholesome. Yeah, um, But maybe we spell it H-O-L-E-H-O-L-E-S-O-M-E. That is... I think we should keep the W. <laughs> fine, fine. <laughs> um, sorry, that is what, after last episode, what, when we were talking but, about the midwife. We were talking about the midwife, and I also think there was some sort of reference to fisting. I remember us mentioning that we thought Kiri, our friend, might be the only person that's still listening. And even she tweeted saying that she'd, she'd, she'd come off. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's even too much for me. It's too crude. I can't it's, bear it. Kiri was like, no way. Um, yeah, you're probably but right. some wholesome content because you've got some tulips on your desk. That's very wholesome. Some lovely tulips. I'm also thinking about getting a hyacinth. Um, okay. Bouquet. I was thinking maybe if I put it in a bucket, it could be my hyacinth bucket. That's fun. Um, that would be fun, right? It's a bit of fun for people on social media. And Do you think um, you're going to get into gardening now that you have a garden soon? I've always wanted to get in. Well, I, when I lived in the flat before, 
Because people don't write down pointing this out because I don't talk about it in the book. There was a time when I lived outside of home. No, I don't believe you. I don't it was a fantasy in the bedroom. It was on Sims. And <laughs> I had, like, there was a walkway in front of our flat. It was in Euston. And uh, it was also a place where... Um, I remember you living there. Did you come round? I never came round, but I remember us being out and you going back to Euston. It was, I loved living there. Um, although there was a man who had a, a dog downstairs and it would um, shit on our doorstep, which is sometimes a little bit of an un, un, unpleasant way to start the day. But, why, um, why didn't he sort that out? Well, we would tell him. Well, we, I don't know if we would tell him we were a bit frightened of him. It was also sure. quite frightening. Sure. But I did, I did um, but it's a good experience. I did plant some um, sweet pea in the, mm. on the railings because it was one of those ones where you walk out the door and that's like the walkway, but it's on yeah. the balcony. Um, and we planted sweet pea. Well, I did. Um, and, um, a, and a camellia, a lovely camellia bush still going strong downstairs. And I had some hostas. What's a hosta? It's sort of like a leaf. It's just like a leafy thing. Nice. So you, are you, you going to have a vegetable patch like your dad? Oh, it'd be nice to have a vegetable patch, wouldn't it? So yeah, you'd maybe. go around and everyone would say, oh, you know, he grows all of his own veg. Yeah, and I'd be like some sort of Alan Titchmarsh. Yeah. You could start okay. your own box that you deliver to people. Oh, my God. Do you, you remember that thing when we all had boxes last year? I mean, yeah, for like a month, I had like an unbelievable amount of small apples to get through. So many courgettes. <laughs> oh. Aubergine's coming through the letterbox. Non stop. It felt like. I nearly called the police. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like a hate crime. It felt like a hate crime. Or the opposite of a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> a love crime. <laughs> a love crime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm excited for your new home. Well, when do you move in? In March? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe no one March. Knows. Maybe March. Yeah, that's the idea. Um, but I'm, I think that, I think that, because uh, I, I, I'm very into gardening in my, on my little balcony. Tell me, now, we're talking about wholesome things that make us feel good. You really like gardening. Your, your balcony is beautiful, a lovely urban oasis. Thank um, you for saying that, Tom. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I've always said that about you. Um, and, um, and, and tell us what you've just done. I've just planted 50 daffodils and 50 Hang tulips. On. What? A hundred bulbs. A hundred bulbs. In, Do you think that's your... too many? I think it's just right. But, Do you? Um, I, can't, I couldn't I... work out whether it was an insane amount for one balcony. No, all in your, all in your, like. All in my different pots and things, yeah. Pots and things, yeah. I think. Well, I've got I pots going around the balcony that are like stuck on with these like little grippy things at the bottom. And I spend my life watching them and going, oh my God, is there any way that they could fall off the balcony and kill seven or eight people? Um, that's so, always the fear, isn't it? That's yeah. always my catastrophizing. It's like it's never just falls on the ground and smashes, which is what's more most likely to happen. Yeah, sure. You'd have to. Uh, I think the pot would have the tulips would have to hit somebody and quite an hour. Quite hard. Quite yeah. Hard, you know. Yeah. The, sure. You know. And but what that's the sort of way I. And everybody go. else does it, but I'm obviously yeah. like obviously it'd be my balcony. Is it because we watch a lot of dramas where like it's one inciting incident like that that sets off the whole plot? The like. Well, that's but that's life, isn't it? When you think about like. Great things, all dreadful things are happening. It's like, well, it's just one thing was the catalyst. That's the catalyst in life, isn't it? And maybe it was me planting a hundred bulbs. If only she hadn't planted so many bulbs. <laughs> it would have been so heavy and killed. <laughs> well, that's the, the theory, exactly. Yeah, the vicar. Yes. Um, the, um, the, yeah, I mean, I, well, yes, this is very, this is very true. But I, I think that'll be okay. Even if they don't all come up, some of them will come up and that'll be part of the joy. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So they're all planted now. They're all tucked in their beds. That's good. 
Have you seen um, any any? Um, no, I only did it. I did. I did them like maybe the first week of Jan or just before the first week of oh, Jan. Oh, that's good. Well, and so, have you had a look? There might be some signs. There's no signs just yet. I have looked this morning, but it's a bit rainy as well today. So that's good. That's good. Good for them. It's all good for them. Reminds me of one of my favourite films, which I did put on my Instagram post the other day when I put my daffodils up, um, which is um, uh, the film Being There. Have you ever seen it? No. Peter Sellers and Shirley MacLaine about um, Chansey the Gardener, um, about a man who's um, never left, left the house he lived in um, from being a child. And he always worked as a gardener. And one day the house gets sold. That's what I explained in the beginning of the film. And then he ends up um, wandering the streets and then rich Shirley MacLaine runs him over takes him that back and he's got all this wisdom because all he's ever done is gardening. It's a lovely film. In fact, everybody should watch it immediately. Princess. But again, something terrible has happened. He was run over. Oh, If yeah, she had been out that day, what would have happened? Yeah. And um, well, she, she runs him over in her limousine, but she's, it's only just like a slight bump. It's not like a... Fine. It's not like, you know, that's the difference with films these days, isn't it? It's not like misery. It's not like... <laughs> <laughs> he's not like on the front of the windscreen as the limousine. <laughs> courses through an intersection and he's then thrown on the floor he's no. just like knocked over and hurts his knee fine um, fine but fine. he goes please oh please don't tell anybody please don't sue us um i'll take you back to my house and look after you in, which is a bit like misery but um it, in, it's the opposite of misery because they're really rich and and she um, doesn't tie him to the bed she doesn't tie him to the bed and make him write a book so that's good isn't it that's very good um but it's um, it's a lot of being there. Watch it. You'll like it, Suze. Okay, I will. I'll watch That's it. It's one of my favourite films, and um, by the same made by the same man um, is uh, Harold and Maud. Have you ever seen Harold and Maud? No. Oh, uh, okay. Everybody, that's everybody's homework this week. Being there and Harold and Maud. Honestly, that is exactly. This is basically BBC Bite Size. <laughs> I would like to do a B. I feel like I should be asked to do a BBC Bite Size series. What? Oh, what would you do? What would your? Well, I don't you... know. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. Yes. <laughs> But I feel like I would be a good person to explain. Yeah, sad films in the 1970s. Is that something that children need children to learn need, about? I would say so. My friend Hannah yeah. Fry is doing maths all week on BBC Two for that size. Oh, is she? oh that's good. Yeah, which oh. is, I'm, I'm thinking of watching just so that I can understand sort of oh, long division or something. I was watching Sesame Street way into, way past the time when I was supposed to watch Sesame Street. Sorry, I think you were about to say last week. I was watching Sesame Street last <laughs> I would week. do. I would love to watch Sesame Street. Oh, watch anything with the Muppets in it. That's going to cheer us up, isn't it? That's a nice. But are they? The only crossover is Kermit, isn't it? Between the Muppets and Sesame Street. Um, Pigs in Space is that Sesame Street? No, that's the Muppets. Um, but it's Kermit in Sesame Street. Yeah, he does crop up in Sesame Street. Like yeah. he, he crops up sometimes. I think some of the characters did. They're like, oh yeah, we'll pop down and say hi. They weren't. Like, <laughs> they okay, were so like, do you think that the Muppets were on the the roof? Did they have like yeah. a roof terrace and Sesame Street was downstairs? Well, I think that, yeah, well, I think they were like their poor relations, weren't they, in a way? Because yeah. Because they lived in like Skid Row. No, they didn't. Sesame Street is, a, is like, it's a bit sort of rougher end, isn't it? Yeah, a bit I, like... I love it. Did you ever watch Avenue Q? Yes, I loved Avenue oh, Q. So it's so funny. It's so Did funny. you go and see it? it no, I've, I've, I've not, I've seen it on like a, I've seen like a, I was about to say a video of it, but obviously I've video. watched it online. <laughs> <laughs> what when someone stands up in the middle of it yeah exactly um, like uh, like when they do like best bits of the show on some other show I've watched uh, that. It was, but we it was did it we, we didn't we did songs from it at drama school 
Oh, did you? Yeah, because as as I wonder whether the listeners know, I am trained. I did train. People might not realise it, but Susie's (laughs) actually trained. Not like me, just, you know, finding my way. Susie's actually got a proper skill. And let's not forget... I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. We've discussed it before, but 18th century dance, for example. That's not a skill normal people possess. That's your true value. And I'm going to come to your new house and teach you to dance. I'm going to keep space for it. I'm going to have... uh, (laughs) The dining room table, uh, fold away. We'll dance so. on that. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a great you idea. You know my cousin Sophie, we want, once asked to leave a nightclub because she wouldn't stop dancing on the tables. Well, I'm not surprised you could fall. Um, <laughs> she um, didn't care. She thought she was a coyote ugly. Oh, yeah, they do do that in that, don't they? Yeah. There's a lot of um, that sort of carry on. That's nice that she was asked to leave. That sounds so polite. I, feel I, like think, I think it was actually, I think it was more strong-armed to leave. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you've been told three times you're gonna to have to leave. You have to. I told you, get off the table. Yeah. You break it. Oh, there was a. I remember doing oops upside your head at a party at the function room above the Churchill Theatre in Bromley. For... <laughs> clang, clang. It was on the floor above the central library. Many of you will know it. And um, there was a birthday party when I was in the sixth form, and the girl whose birthday it was was dancing on the table, and she fell off. And that was a lesson to all of us. Wasn't it just? It was a joint birthday party, so the party wasn't cancelled. We carried on with it. it was <laughs> How big is the Bromley Theatre? Is it really nice, the Churchill Theatre? You know what? I haven't been for years. Isn't that terrible? But I drive past nice... it all the time, but I love the idea. I like... I think, oh, yeah. I, I think I did it with Josh on tour once. It's, um, it's, it's not... It's like... I think it's maybe 800. It's oh, not that's massive. quite... 600. Big enough. Oh, yeah. It's like a nice size... And I said, are you missing performing, Tom? I am a bit, actually, just seeing people and, and being a bit, whenever I've done online gigs, I kind of go, oh, yes, I like people. Yeah. You, do you miss people? Yeah, I do. I miss being, yeah, I really miss, I've, I sort of missed it a bit. And then I've sort of gone up and down with how much I've, mi- mm. I've missed sort of, because, you know, being on the road can be quite, there's parts that I love, like turning up at new venues and people being, and knowing that like these people in this place that you've never been before are coming to see you and you're going to go and yeah. find dinner somewhere. And that's sort of like yeah. always a bit of an adventure. So lovely. Yeah. Um, the driving is usually less fun. Oh yeah. the driving. Or like the stress of trying to get somewhere or like trains being cancelled. And then you're like, Oh, how am I going to get here? Oh, I've only got this long and all that yeah. sort of thing. But uh, yeah, the actual sort of performing and sort of chatting to audiences and, um, and seeing other standups. Yeah, that's, yeah. I really miss that. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, that sort of just going on a bill and seeing other gigs and seeing yeah. other All that stuff, yeah. It's what I was talking about um, how, like, I was kind of nostalgic for last year's lockdown. <laughs> uh, Go on, how so? You know, like, well, in the sense, I was like, oh, you know, we were just doing loads of cooking and I was exercising more. And, and you were, and like, you drinking loads of juice. Juicing all the time. You were juicing like, constantly. Wow. Constantly, I was a juicy queen, and, um, <laughs> and, then, and then and then it was pointed out to me like you weren't happy then. You were really anxious. You were really miserable about everything. You were really worried. It wasn't. You were quite stress. anxious, and you were trying to write a book. It was quite. Was stress- writing, yeah, it was quite stressful. And then um, and and it's it was pointed out to me like that's the human thing of that we forget. Like we're able to forget all the kind of negatives of a situation again. Oh, of course, the sun was shining. It's we just like, had the garden all day. It's like when you look back at relationships. Yes, that's a cool Sometimes trip. you look back at them and you only see the bad. Mm. And sometimes you look back and you only see the good. Yeah. And actually the truth is, 
obviously not for everybody, but some of the time you can be like, oh, it was a mixture of good and bad. And there was a reason the relationship yes. broke down. Yes, yes, yes. But it's so easy yes. to sort of see things in rose tinted glasses. Because there's moments when you're together and you're like, oh, this is quite nice. Something I think what you like, actually oh. feel nostalgic for is the summer. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I think I would feel that in any year as well, like at this point. Like yeah, this kind of like just January. sunshine and feeling. I mean, it's quite, I quite like the winter usually. But even mm. for me this year, it's like, oh, geez, this is. It's difficult, isn't it? It's so difficult. But I remember mean, um, running the other day in the rain. And it does, know. it did sort of make me feel like I was in sort of some sad film. Yeah, that's not you know like a <laughs> wedding. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But um, other wholesome things you've been doing, Suze, you've um, been, well, I was going to say you've been doing some ironing, but you don't like ironing, so you've taken it to a lady. Uh, I've got a lady that does my ironing. Does that make me sound like a terrible... Do you remember when I used to talk about being working class on stage? I'm definitely not anymore. Yeah, uh, I can't wait for this new show. <laughs> <laughs> I actually used to talk about my working class heritage before anyone gets very angry with me. It's very much... Uh, uh, I don't think that I can be working class. I think, no, but I think... No, but I think... Well, class is such a complicated thing, isn't it? It but is. Also, like, it's perhaps a set... You know, like, I, I think... For some, for rich people to go like, oh, I always do my ironing. It's like, it was a bit of a novelty for them. Do you know what I mean? Like, you have to do your own ironing. Did you see there's, there's an article in The Guardian this week that, where a girl was talking about the fact that she thought she was working class and she said something like, well, I went to a private school, but it was a really small one. Oh, that's like, <laughs> that's like a Victoria Woods sketch. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Oh, um, my God. But no, there is a lady that comes to the blog in a mask um, with, and I, there's the a number mask. of people. Like oh, the mask, like, so everyone's oh, I like, like safe. Like she's robbing people. So no. I forget that we all have to wear masks. Does, I mean, yeah. I wear mine, but sometimes yeah, I come forget. On, Tom. Um, and she, she does my bedding, Tom. She irons my bedding. I wash it and fold it. And then she, she, oh. she irons it for me and really? I pay her. I bet that's nice. And honestly, it's the only thing that I do that I think is, I feel very bougie doing it. And honestly, oh. when it comes back and it's all Oh, it's like, lovely. And she, she seems happy with her life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's lovely. Yeah, great. She's ever so friendly. Some people iron their sheets. I think that's great, Suze. It's a lovely treat. And I think my mum nice irons my dad's boxes. Isn't that insane? <laughs> Left to her own devices, my mum would iron everything. Well, things like t shirts and stuff. They don't. But I think there's a sense that it's actually good to iron because I think it kills, like, it's good for killing things like little. Well, let me tell you, if that's the case, this flat is riddled. Because other than. No. Oh, <laughs> other the, be- than my, the bed is the safest other, place. Other than my bed. Oh, I, I yeah. can't find my iron. I wanted to find the iron the other day to do a, to do a shirt for an online gig. And I just couldn't find it. I had to go with a silk one. I was just say, what did you have to do in the end? Wait, wait it down. Wait it down with pegs <laughs> yes. to try and flatten it out. Some people iron their bedding, 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 um, on the bed? Uh, I think. I feel like. Joel Domit, oh, does he do or his wife it? has done that or something. Like, oh, he's shown me something where, I don't know, I feel like Joel does that, that he irons it on his bed or something. Maybe that's, that's wrong. Ma- that's nerd to me. But then, especially if you've got an extra well, blanket. What about when you're in it? That'd be very, it'd be a nice way to like toast up the bed. Wouldn't that be nice? Do you like a hot water bottle, Suze? Yes. A friend of both of ours, who will remain nameless and I'll tell you after the show, does this mm-hmm. thing where he makes his bed like a pitter pocket. So before he goes to bed, he gets a hairdryer, puts the Josh. sides down really tight. No, it's not Josh, but close. 
Because oh, Tom Crane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was one of them. <laughs> I don't think, I think Tom Crane would mind. No, Tom Crane wouldn't mind. Tom Crane. There's a hairdryer under the bed. Wonderful writer on uh, the last leg. He's a wonderful yeah. writer, and he's got a really great uh, Radio Four series. Um, oh yeah. He puts the hairdryer under the bed so it's full of hot air, and then he jumps in it. That sounds fun. How Only if the it? outside room was cold, though. Well, yeah, I don't but think you're going to do it when you're, like, you're in the Costa del Sol. Yeah, that would be a terrible idea. But so, how did, so he's got, like, sealed bed. Well, I think he just sort of, like, tucks it in. Oh, okay. But, yeah, so then it's like he's jumping in a pitter pocket. Which is always too hot. Always um, too hot. Smother, smother it in butter. Oh. Smother it in butter. That's the only way, isn't it? Yeah, really that's is. one of my least favourite breads, actually, pita bread. But that's that's for another podcast. <laughs> that's Tom. Tom, this isn't your bread podcast. This isn't my br- breads. I have loved. Yeah, but is it actually about the nineteen seventies sitcom, or is it a sitcom? Yeah, bread. Is yeah, sitcom. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the with the chicken in the middle of the da- table. Yeah, yeah. The, with the McGann, was it? Wasn't it Joe McGann? I, I know nothing about it. McGann. Yeah, it's one of um, um one one of the those brothers, weren't they in it? And what was her name? Anyway, anyway, um, so ironing bedding, that's a lovely thing to do, Suze. I love this. Also, I've listened to the song, um, These Are A Few Of My Favourite Things. Um, that's, um, that's a nice song. Also, the jazz version of it. Oh. Julie Andrews on the, uh, on the jazz swing. it up. <laughs> <laughs> like the an anchor man. <laughs> jazz is so funny. And I know like Lizzo's brought it back. But it still makes me laugh so much. Like the idea of a jazz flute. Uh, I, when Lizzo gets out her flute, I just think, that sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> um, I, I just think, I, I'm watching her and I think I can't love you anymore. And then she gets out a flute and I'm like, yeah, I can. Yeah, I know. It's wild, isn't it? I listen to um, that album constantly, Lizzo's album. It's so good. It's a good album, isn't it? Really good. For a while. Um, my friend Amanda bought me this for... Um, Christmas. Oh um, yeah. The, the diary of everyday pleasures, and one of the things was um, masturbating. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every day. <laughs> that's all it is. Um, and um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, I've just no, no, on some podcast. No, no, no. The whole sum podcast. <laughs> um, the I no, and then I've been encouraged to write down ten things, ten gratitudes every day, ten things I'm grateful for. Oh, that's a really oh, good thing. I tell you right what, pain in the ass. <laughs> I do three things a day. Ten feels like a lot. Well, but I think, think ten, I'm, you're really clutching at straws. Like, oh, clutching at straws is one of my ten things. <laughs> um, the, I just love it. Um, the uh, I I love. Well, I mean, you can repeat things as well, but it's interesting because you do sort of find new things to come up with. Um, that's good. I tell you one thing. Yeah. I'm grateful for today. Gary Barlow. Gary Barlow, and also it's Biden's inauguration, isn't it? That is. We're doing this on the day of Biden's inauguration, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, that's Although good. I wonder what that's going to be. Um, Very strange. I mean, not that it's something I would watch. No, I mean, and I wouldn't, I don't think in normal times I would have got an invite. Yeah. Well, you say that, Susan. <laughs> but actually, I'm kind of... Yeah. Um, I hope that just, um, yeah, there's a a sort of sense of like positivity and hope that comes out of it. I mean, I really hope so too. It's such a strange time. I can't, I mean, we've spoken about this at nausea on the podcast, but honestly, I do think Twitter's just a housecake now. Oh yeah. Yeah. More and more, more and more. I mean, like the question is like, did the internet make people mad? 
someone tweeted uh, something like this, or were loads of people mad and then the internet let us see them all? Bit of column A, bit of column B. But yeah, I think it's encouraged. And I think as well, I was talking about this yesterday, it sort of encouraged everybody to go, some certain people to go, well, I've, I've got, I should have an opinion or I'd want to have an opinion. So I'll just say something. And then it end up, they seem to say something outrageous or mm. that seems, it seems to have fed that a bit. Yeah, and, and like, well, it's just go, my opinion. It's just my opinion. You go like, well, it's not just your opinion. It's like, you yeah, but you also this opinion makes you a cunt. So as long as you don't mind me saying that. <laughs> Yeah, wholesome, very wholesome. <laughs> Sorry to the that. Um, yeah, there's all of that sort of thing. There's all of that sort of thing. Um, and, 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 you know, it feeds on both sides, isn't it? It's sort of, yeah. Anyway, anyway, but maybe I should get TikTok. I'm thinking of getting a TikTok. I know that's, I'm about two months behind everybody else. Oh, two months, you're about a year and a half behind everyone, but that's okay. Uh-huh. If, you, uh, if you get a TikTok, I'd love it. If you get a TikTok, I'll get a TikTok. What do people, people like mouth along to things? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not really um, sure what I, it is. I don't know whether I'm too old for TikTok. You're no, ageless, no. Tom. You're a gay man. You're ageless. Since I shaved my head, I'm ageless. But as a woman, as a woman, what? as a woman in the entertainment industry, I'm aging terribly, constantly. Stop it. Oh, I started watching that. Um, have you seen that French sitcom? No, um, no. It's called The Tempest. No. <laughs> um, uh, it's called The Tempest Centers, or Call My Agent is actually how they call it here. But, um, uh, okay. Um, Netflix, the algorithm was correct one for once. It's finally cottoned on to my very specific. Sad films from the 70s and anything that's like Gracie and Frankie. Exactly. And (laughs) something in a foreign language always goes down well because that represents. (laughs) Um, um, Because it represents to me uh, um, a a sort of um, a more positive time when people were more able to travel and things like that and you feel smarter uh, because you're like and, oh i'm just watching something french yeah i feel like there was a time five years ago when it was like oh, of course i watch french can't can you uh, end the show by seeing the muppets in french of course um but <laughs> only i don't think it's correct french but yeah um, <laughs> you did but, that in yeah. one of your shows didn't you yeah yeah i loved yeah. it um it was ridiculous but um but yeah, it's, I, I recommend it. It's about a French talent agency and the main character in the first episode is deemed too old. Um, oh my God, not, I'm going to watch that and the actress is going to be like three years younger than me, isn't she? No, she's not. She's 42. 42. Or 41. Fine. I think. I think. Fine, fine. I've got six more years. Is that 41 or 41? I don't know what this is. I was trying to be like, there was, I was like, maybe I could understand it a bit. Subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing I could understand was at one point, one of them says, Fermi Laporte. And that's all I can remember from. Shut friends. the door. <laughs> shut the door, shut the window. Shut the door. Uh, the door. Yeah. The door. Um, yeah, Fermi Laporte. Fermi Labouche. Shut your mouth. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember a French teacher saying that. Fermi Labouche. Fermi Labouche. Um, shut the mouth. Um, but yeah, that was, I watched that. that. That cheered me right up. So I recommend that as a wholesome pleasure. A wholesome and pleasure. And light switches that you can control on your phone. There you go. And there you can buy things on your phone as well. Do you remember that? I have actually been buying things on my phone quite a lot. The, well, the doorbell doesn't stop. And, <laughs> I'm, I'm, and mum and dad are like, oh, something else has come for you. I'm like, all right. Sorry. It's hard to get to the shops. Yeah, I need well, to buy some sensitive. You... <laughs> of course it is. You aren't allowed to go to shops. You can't go to shops. So how else am I supposed to validate myself? I bought a three pack of Sensodyne yesterday because... I was like, when am I going to go to a supermarket or a chemist? I think we might have peaked on this podcast now. 
Mm. I just want people to know I do grind my teeth and Sensodyne is the only thing. I'm not sponsored, but... But if they wanted to. Do you grind your teeth? Uh, No, I don't think so. I think I do. I just sort of bite down. But then I know people who sleep with like a rugby mouth guard in them. Yeah, yeah. Surely I'd be like dreaming about being a rugby player. Which would be great. It's something to put on your gratitude book. (laughs) (laughs) Dreamt I was a rugby player again. Yeah, put it on my wish list and then pop it in my gratitude list. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, because I was listening to a lot of sea shanties and uh, they were bringing me down a bit. So yeah. I'm glad I've changed my, I've Listen, my Moana, I'm sending you the link right now. I am really looking forward to this. I think, yeah, a bit of Disney classics is what I need. That's exactly what you need. Yeah, nothing too heavy. No. To, you know, all doing really well. Everybody's doing so well. Everyone's doing so well. Well, well. remember to... Remember to buy Tom's book. Lots of people are saying lovely things about it, including my friend Faye, who read it a couple of weeks ago and then texted me and said, please tell Tom how much I loved his book. Um, So guys, remember it's there. And um, and also the audio book. So indeed. Um, And we'll see you next time, hopefully next week on Like Mind of Friends. Thanks everyone. See you next time. Okay. Okay. Family report. Femina Pod, said Tom, come on, slam music, et on the maquillage, said Tom, come on, slam music, so la mouppe pièce ce soir. Bye, everyone. It's a little bit of the Muppets in French. Okay, bye then. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye